Welcome to the Innovation Meets Leadership Podcast. Real inspiration for real innovators. If you're looking for innovation and leadership transformation, your journey starts now. Welcome to the Innovation Meets Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Bourne. This episode is our last episode in a series called Leading in Crisis. I wanted to take a moment to come back to you and talk about what's been going on in America. We have had protests in all 50 states due to the death of George Floyd. And weeks before that, Ahmaud Arbery. And weeks before that, many others. As a leader in business, it's time. We have to talk about it. We have to think about it. (laughs) We have to talk about how race plays a role in business and in our teams. And what has struck me is that as I talk to so many of my friends and colleagues of all different races and backgrounds, they want to address what's going on today with the racial injustice and inequality, but they do not know where to begin. And it feels overwhelming. They do not want to say the wrong thing because they feel like it could hurt more than help. But they also now realize that their silence looks like apathy and agreement. So what can they do? I want to talk to you about what to do. I don't want to call out any particular race because I don't think that's fair. And I don't want to create further shame or apathy. But I think it's going to take all of us to solve this problem. And that means white people, black people, Indians, Chinese, Koreans, everyone. It's going to take everyone to solve this problem. Whether it's racism or classism, we need to be able to say out loud that it's not okay to treat people differently because of the color of their skin or how much money they make. We need to change how we behave so that others will see racism is not to be tolerated. There's two things I want to help you with today that I think are really important. These are conversations you should be having with your peers, and these are conversations you should be having with your teams. First, I want to talk to you about a micro level, what you can do on a micro level. Then I want to talk to you about what you can do at a macro level. So on a micro level, if you feel like you're just waking up to the fact that we still have racism in America in 2020 and you don't know where to begin, I think you need to spend some time doing some research, reading some different books, understanding how we came to this place. You know, one of the things I've come to understand is that when you talk to Black people about racism, they feel like it's a systematic thing. A lot of times when you talk to white people about racism, they think it's an individual thing. And the one thing I want to do for you today is to merge it. It's both. (laughs) It can both be individual, but it can also be systematic. And if we're going to have healthy conversations, I want you to start by asking your team some questions like this. Again, this is assuming you have a diverse team so that you're getting diverse perspectives. So let's pause there. If you don't have a diverse team, um, we need to think about why that is. Why is your team not diverse? And what can you do to infuse diversity into your teams? If you do have a diverse team, I think this exercise will go a lot further, but it's starting with these types of conversations. Where did you grow up? That's the first question. The second question is, what was that like? The third question is, what did you experience? The fourth question is, how did that shape you? And the fifth question is, 
what can I do to help you? And here's what those questions do is it gives us context for people's life, what they're experiencing, and the internal and external pressures that they may be facing. It gives us perspective. Um, I don't know if you've ever had a, a deeper conversation with somebody and walked away from that conversation and said, I get it now. I get how to engage with that person better. I understand them better. And I care about them deeper. And I think that's the goal of these micro level conversations is to understand people better, to get to know them better and to care about them deeper. And if you're doing that, I think that that goes a long way because I know right now it feels overwhelming as we look at the news and social media. Instead of feeling like you have to carry the entire world on your shoulders, you can start by getting to know one person at a time and hear their story. I believe stories change our perspective and stories change our heart. I remember several years ago, we were at a company offsite and it was a lot of us. I mean, we were at a pretty large company at the time and we were doing this exercise where we went around and asked these five questions, something very similar to them. And I remember seeing teams, entire teams in tears because they're hearing the experiences of other people and they had no idea what someone had to survive to get to this moment in time where they are today. And understanding that and shaping that perspective of how other people get through their day to day and what that looks like it's extremely powerful. So I believe if we know people at a surface level, we will judge them at a surface level. But if we know people with depth, we will give them grace and give them the benefit of the doubt. And that's really a lot of what we all need to extend to each other in this time as we learn how to navigate the season. The second thing that we need to focus on is the macro level. Now, this looks at the big picture of your organization. This looks at the practices within your organization. The first thing that's critical from an organizational standpoint is to look at the company's hiring practices and ensure that no one makes a hiring decision until they've received a diverse set of candidates. I like to make sure I have females and males. I like to make sure I have people from different backgrounds and different thoughts before I hire. These are things that I've been doing for years, but it's something that if you haven't thought of it before, just infusing this practice into how you hire, it's critical. It lets you make a better decision and it lets you make a more diverse decision. Uh, when I look at all the teams that I've hired, I've had you know male and females on my team. I've had people from all different walks of life culturally. And to me, that's the most powerful team, people that are bringing different perspectives to the table, people that are bringing different ideas and are not all thinking the same way as me. And leading global teams, you really understand how important that is. The second thing that's so critical is to talk about this. And I know that that seems terrifying. You know, I hear some people like the idea of like, legally, oh my gosh, what could happen if we start talking about this? What if I get sued? <laughs> like there's all these fears that come forward, but I think by not talking about it, we actually create more harm than good because that looks like apathy. And one of the things I would encourage is if you don't feel comfortable starting the conversation, bringing somebody in to facilitate this conversation is huge. To actively lead the roundtable of talking about what race and inclusion could look like in your organization. 
that's step one is starting the conversation and having other people at the table that can challenge the way we think. Um, I once heard a leader say that, you know, well, I'm colorblind. And I thought if I don't talk about it and don't look at it, that that was good. And it's actually not because um, it brings me to point three. It can create unconscious bias. So unconsciously, there may be a certain way you like to hire. And by not talking about it, there's nobody that can say, hey, last week we talked about hiring diverse candidates. All the candidates that you brought in this week for me to interview with, I interviewed 10 of them and they were all the same background, the same culture, and really honestly, the same pedigree. (laughs) So let's have that conversation and let's see how we can broaden the net to ensure we have a diverse candidate set before we hire. So third, openly talking about that conscious and unconscious bias, it's so important. And the fourth thing I would say is to be really intentional about ensuring everyone has the opportunity to be promoted. What does that mean, the opportunity to be promoted? It means that um, you're having the, the similar conversations with your teammates about what is it you want out of your career, where is it you want to go, and what do you think you're lacking or what do you need from me to help you get there? And having those clear conversations with each person on your team, it helps you to understand and not assume what they want out of their career and what they want out of their role. So I think we have to um, have those conversations and then we have to create opportunities for everyone to be able to rise to what it is they want in their life. The fifth thing I want you to do is look at your executive team, your board, your management team, and ask the question, is there diversity? (laughs) That's a hard question to ask, right? Because when we look at the stats, we see that, you know, there's not a lot of diversity in executive and board positions, but there are a lot of qualified people out there that have a diverse background. So tapping into those people, you know, pulling them forward and helping them have a seat at the table, I think it's something we all need to do. The hard part, I think, is that people feel like there's this scarcity and there's very few seats at the table. And when we feel that way, sometimes it's hard for us to use our voice to elevate other people because we're just happy that we got there and have our own seat. But that's really a requirement of leadership is to lift others. And I think you get to this point in leadership where it's no longer about you, It's about how do you lift, empower, and encourage others. And that's a powerful place to be as a leader where you have the ability to do that. So as you do, I think looking at the executive team and saying, what do we need to do to bring more diversity? What do we need to do to bring uh, different voices to the table, different ideas, and not have group think? I tell leaders this all the time. If you like group think, you need to question whether or not you're a leader. So until we face our story, which is that micro level, right, how we were raised and what we believe head on, we will do a disservice to our organization. We will do a disservice to our business. It's proven. This can absolutely be proven that the best teams are those that have diversity of thought and of people but also psychological safety. And psychological safety, I talk about this all the time, but it's so important because psychological safety is the feeling of being able to be oneself without fear 
of negative consequence to yourself or to your career. And I would have an honest conversation with my team. Do you feel psychologically safe? Do you feel like you can say what you need to say without fear of losing your job, without fear of losing your career, without fear of retaliation or negative consequence? And then be really open to hear what they have to say. Diversity and psychological safety should be at the top of your list. And it's proven if you do that, you will experience a lot of the gains that you're looking to experience in business. I hope that this will help you to think a little bit outside of the box, to open up your mind to have conversations with your team and also your peers over the next several weeks. Again, my goal is not to condemn or shame one party or another or one race or another, but I think that if you look at it, we all want the same things. (laughs) We want to grow. We want to learn. We want to be invested in, and we want to make a difference in this world. One of the ways you can do that is by having open, honest dialogues, by doing your research, by going a little bit deeper to get to know one another. These are the things that will empower us. These are the things that will empower our future. And this is one of the most powerful things you can do as a leader is to start a dialogue, even in places where you are out of your depth and you may not understand, you know, how to have the conversation. Just having the conversation can be a really powerful thing. I want to leave you with these two quotes. I destroy my enemies when I make them my friends. Abraham Lincoln. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Martin Luther King Jr. I started this podcast because I wanted to break the boxes that held people back in the way they think, in the way they lead, and in the way they innovate. But I also realize that we need to break the boxes of prejudice and racism in this season because when people are put into boxes, we miss our ability to create a friend and an ally. We miss the ability to expand our hearts and our minds. So remember, don't just get out of the box, break the box and set it on fire. Let's go transform something. Thank you for joining us for the Innovation Meets Leadership podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our show on iTunes. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Innovation Meets Leadership. And visit our site at innovationmeetsleadership.com for more innovation resources. Today's sponsorship is brought to you by Territory Global. Do some of your team feel like they are working on a never-ending hamster wheel? Are there subtle questions about satisfaction, productivity, or efficiency? We believe there is a better way of working based on human-centered principles and respect. Territory's team has been operating this way for years, and our conviction that work can be improved is why we co-founded the Work Forward movement. Simply put, the strategies and ways of working of the past are ill-suited for these unprecedented times. The days of going to an office and sitting at a desk should be a thing of the past now for most companies. This moment in our history 
gives those who understand the implications of our current moment a reason to embrace a new working model. Visit us at Territory.co and join the Work Forward movement.